Hi, this is Charles Kelly, author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, and more recently, Borrow and Grow Rich, which teach you how to use leverage and other people's money and experience in order to grow your wealth. Today, I wanna to talk to you about the Russian sanctions. Obviously, we're all uh, terribly distressed about what's going on in Ukraine, but are these sanctions hurting us in the West? Are they hurting our economies? And the answer to that is, of course, yes. Russian sanctions are having a negative impact on Western economies at a time when they, they really need to be uh, coming out of the recession-led, uh, the pandemic-led recession of the last couple of years. And, and we'd already had higher oil prices last year, and now they've gone up again because of these sanctions and, and because of the invasion and because the US and, and Britain have and, and other countries have decided to boycott Russian oil. And not only that, but you know, we hear of companies, uh, I think the latest was Uniqlo and, and BP and Chelsea, we're not going to deal with Russia, McDonald's, we're going to suspend doing business with Russia. Well, that, that's all very well, but that would affect their earnings. I think on it was either Shell or BP lost 20 million or was it 20 billion? It was certainly millions of dollars by, by backing out of a deal to explore oil in Russia. Now, you might not have shares in BP, but your pension fund will probably have shares in those kind of blue chip companies and companies like McDonald's and if they start losing money the earnings for the, the shareholders and the pension holders who own those shares will go down as well so that's just one impact on western economies already, and I'm not suggesting that we don't have sanctions I'm not suggesting that we go to war with Russia but you've got to look at it from both ends and see who it, it it's going to affect worse and obviously the people in Russia will, will suffer the ordinary people I mean the leaders won't suffer but the ordinary people will suffer as 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 uh, companies in the West continue to boycott Russia, but will, does, does Putin care? It doesn't look like he does because, you know, he's sitting on enormous amounts of mineral wealth, oil wealth, uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the biggest producers of wheat in the world. And, and they can, I think they can afford to sit this one out because they don't have much debt. Yes, their economy's uh, gone down and the rubles fallen and the stock market suspended, but, you know, they, they can still survive these things. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how this, this, this really pans out. But, you know, the US and, and, and Britain have um, obviously banned imports of Russian oil. Now, that's not making up all of their oil, but Russia is a big oil producer in the world. It's on, on a level with, you know, the Middle Eastern countries. But it's interesting, I, I read that uh, the Middle Eastern leaders, and, and Saudi and these sort of leaders, have refused to book a call with President Biden. The President of the United States is, is being... Uh, fobbed off by Middle East leaders who don't want to have a call with him. I, I just find that kind of unbelievable. Uh, and it, it may uh, indicate a shift in the balance of power from, from the, the, the dominant America and the dominant West away from those and, and maybe towards China and Russia. Who knows? It, it could be a sign that US dominance and the dominance of the dollar, which has really been around since the, the end of the Second World War, 80 years ago. So we, we've seen that and how the US has dominated the world. But recently we've seen situations in Afghanistan where they, they've pulled out. They just you know, couldn't manage that one. Uh, and, and that's an embarrassment for, for America. And it just seems that their influence around the world is, is perhaps on the wane at the moment. So we, we'll have to watch that with, with interest. But look, we know that food prices already went high last year. And I, I was warning people that, you know, to, to stock up on, 
dry goods and, and things that, that you can store for a long time. And I, I mentioned this last year, but you know, food prices are now set to go even higher. Why? Because of rising oil prices. Oil and gas go into to fertilizers. Farmers need fertilizers. So you know, Russia is a major producer of these things. So we're going to see a definite rise in, in food prices. If not, you know, you've probably seen it already. I, mean, I was talking about this last year, how food prices were, were already going up because of you know increased costs of shipping and oil at that time but now oil's gone up again the price of filling up an average family car what is it now i mean i would fill up my car for 60 70 pounds depending on the price of, of petrol i don't really look at the price of petrol uh, although they say it's now 151 a liter when i filled up uh, recently um, now it, it's costing something like 90 pounds to fill up a, a, an average family car now i don't use a full tank a week but uh, a lot of families might do. They're doing school runs. They're going to work. You know, that's a big jump. A you know, 30% rise in, or 50% rise from average of 60 to, to, to average of 90. That's, that's a huge uh, rise. And we know that gas and electricity bills have also gone up substantially. In some cases, they've doubled. So, you know, that, that's a big thing. In, in America, I remember when, uh, you know, reading about Americans buying gas at 50 cents a, a gallon, you know, and they could drive these big gas-guzzling cars around. Um, well, no, it's, it's $4 a gallon over there. They use gallons, we use litres. Uh, $4 a gallon, they're all complaining about that, even though they are a producer of oil. But that, that's what it is. I mean, um, I, I want to show you some charts here of, of uh, oil prices over the last month. You can see how they've just completely shot up. It, it, it's just unbelievable. Uh, now, this will inevitably mean less money for the average uh, family to, to spend on the wider economy, you know, to go out, to travel, to eat out, uh, to buy clothes, to, to get things in the shops. You know, our economy in the UK is largely based on services, shopping and that sort of thing. So people need to be spending money for the government to be earning money so that they can eventually reduce tax and pay off this two trillion in debt. But that is unlikely to happen if if people start hoarding their money and start, you know, thinking about, oh, I don't want to spend that money because prices are going up. Um, and if that happens, then that will drive the, the, the country and the world into recession because people will buy less cars. They'll, they'll be thinking, about, well, I can keep this car for another year until we know what, what the score is. Because obviously, if your gas and electricity bill is, is doubling and your, your fuel bills are doubling, your food is doubling, that's a major part of most people's weekly budget. Unless you're you know, in, in the very high income bracket, like the top 10%. Food and, and basic necessities like that are a major part of, of your uh, weekly um, budget, if you like. And, and oil affects massive parts of, of the, the, the economy because, you know, everything's transported by oil. Lots of things are made with oil and gas. Um, you know, homes are heated. Power is generated through these, these commodities. And, you know, that, that is, is bound to just have... A completely negative effect on Western economies, especially with these with these sanctions, and then the less availability of wheat from from Russia and and Ukraine. So that's affected obviously the stock markets, and they've been falling for the last month, as I've been reporting. And but but that, that's the average of the stock markets. They've been going up and down, but generally down since uh, you know since the beginning of January. And and I think that they're due for even a, a higher correction or even a crash. But Commodity prices, as I've said, and precious metals are going through the roof. Gold is up 13% last month. 
Now, all you gold bugs, people who believe that gold is the thing for the future, they must be rubbing their hands together now, literally, or rubbing their gold coins together. But gold has gone up 13.9% in the last month, nearly 14%. Silver's up 13% in the last month. Palladium up 9%. That's nothing to do with the ticket prices at the London Palladium, the theatre. This is a precious metal. Palladium's up 9%. And the price of uranium, uh, th this is interesting. Now, we were talking last year about the green economy. We're going to go into wind power and that sort of thing. Uh, now oil has gone up. Um, I think a lot of countries are going to be looking at nuclear power there. Uh, in, in the future and that, that's got to be the way forward because we cannot rely on oil and gas uh, and we, we just cannot uh, run our country on, on wind farms. That, that, that will work as long as it's windy but it doesn't work all of the year and it's not going to uh, completely supply us in this country with uh, enough power to, to run the country. And, you know, if you think of all these electric vehicles going onto the road, that's going to put up, push up consumption as well. Uh, so I, I think nuclear is definitely going to be uh, on the move and the way forward, unless they come up with some other new technology, some hydrogen power cells or whatever. But it looks like nuclear and that, that has affected the price of uranium used in nuclear fuel, especially with this invasion. It's risen to a near 10 year high and uh, that's 30 percent up actually in the last six weeks and the, the, the price of um, some uranium stocks like uranium miners and that sort of thing have risen by over 50 percent recently now i, I don't in I, I don't make recommendations on what stocks to buy uh, but i i did buy some uh, precious metal stocks like uh, silver miners gold miners and uh, uranium miners recently and i didn't recommend them because they were doing so badly they were going down last year and i think what's going on <laughs> that even when the price of gold went up, my, my gold shares went down. Uh, so, uh, but fortunately, they've now come back. They've recovered and, got, and suddenly shot up. Uh, so, so that's good news for me. But in general, I don't say to people, go and buy these stocks, go and buy that. So I'm not a stock picker. I'm talking about your wider uh, economy. And uh, I, I will be forming a private uh, community group for, for those kind of recommendations. But I don't like to put things out there uh, in case people think that's a... That's a, an advice or a recommendation. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not, I used to be a financial advisor. I'm not registered as a financial advisor. So I can't give you specific investment tips or re recommendations, but I can talk about the overall thing and <clears throat> let you decide for yourself by, by educating yourself on what's going on in, in the world. So I'm showing you some, uh, I've shown you some uh, charts there of what's going on with precious metals. Uh, so that, that's what's happening there. And, you know, the, the other worrying thing is that when you include things like higher interest rates coming in America and have already come in, in Europe and, and the UK, when you include soaring oil prices, <clears throat> those are the, the, the elements that and, and the situation we were in before the 2008 financial crash. Surging oil prices also caused a massive recession in the 1970s, the Arab oil crisis, some of you may remember. So that's, that's where I, I think we are heading. Uh, so, so, you know, hold on tight for the, for the, the ride uh, as we go down in, the, in that big dipper as we go down. Um, so that, that's unfortunately what I've got to say. Uh, I think that that's where we are heading. And, you know, we've already been warning last year of higher food prices due to, to uh, higher fuel prices. And, and this is starting to seep into the, 
wider economy. I already see restaurants putting prices up. I can see just things going up. And even the post office in the UK have put up the price of a first class stamp uh, by 10p to, to 95 pence, but it doesn't apply until the 1st of April. So if you want to uh, save as much as 12% on your money, then why not uh, stock up on stamps if you, if you think you're gonna need a lot of stamps, if you're a business and you do a lot of postage, posting by, by, by ordinary mail, maybe you wanna stock up on those stamps before the 4th of April. I remember doing this many years ago and I, I bought you know about 500 pounds worth of stamp for my company because they were going up at that time by 30%. It was a massive jump at that time. Uh, so, and they, they lasted us a few years. Uh, but you might want to think about that now because you could save yourself 12% in, in the cost of those stamps. Uh, so that's about 120 times more than you would be earning on your money if you just left it in the bank, earning you know less than 1%, maybe 0.1 of a percent. So uh, that's a way of saving money. And I, I also said this with food, didn't I? I said with food, tin goods, pasta, rice, that sort of thing, to, to stock up on those. Even things like household goods and bleaches and toilet rolls, they, they will be going up again. And I, I already said this to people last year. I, I'm not saying that's an investment, but it's certainly better use of your money than say, just leaving it sitting around on deposit when you know you're gonna need those things anyway. Now, if you live in the UK, also another money tip here is that now's the time to start seriously thinking about topping up your individual savings accounts, your ISAs. Uh, these are tax-free savings accounts. You may have something similar in your country and pensions, of course. Uh, you know, before the end of the tax year on on the fifth of April. Now, another quick tip here is, uh, don't leave your money in the bank. Well, don't leave it under the mattress. I'm not saying don't leave it in any bank, but not the same bank you're probably in now. Uh, and I'll give you two reasons. Firstly, what well, these are for people who've got more than eighty-five thousand pounds in savings in the bank. You're only covered up to eighty-five thousand pounds if that bank failed by the deposit protection scheme. Now. You know, I can't remember the last time a bank failed in the UK. They would normally be bailed out by the government as in the financial crisis. But, you know, you just got to think of that thing. It's worth spreading your money around. But secondly, and more importantly, is the return you're getting on your money. Now, you could literally double the return on your savings uh, by, by just moving it from one place to another because banks always offer good deals for new customers and poor deals for existing customers. So loyalty doesn't pay, unfortunately. And my bank, actually, I went into there last week and said, have you increased savings rates since we've had two base rate interest rate rises in the last few months? And they said, no, we haven't. Uh, no, we're not, we're not about to at the moment. And I thought that was disgusting because a lot of people, particularly elderly savers, can't be bothered to move their money from one to another. This is too much hassle. You know, uh, they, they don't realize that it's not as, as difficult as they, they think, but they're the people who are vulnerable. They're the people left in dormant accounts, earning nothing almost. And they're the people left in accounts where they probably dragged you in on a on a headline rate for an ISA or a savings account, and then that's gradually gone down over the years. It's a bit of it's a massive con by the banks, really, considering they're lending money out to us at you know 20, 30 times those rates, even a hundred times that rate that rate, uh, and you know on on the on in terms of credit cards, maybe two hundred times the rate that they're paying savers. This is the cost of getting the money for themselves. So, so just watch out for that couple of tips there. Uh, so how do you get control of your finances? This is the time to do it in this time of facing recession, facing higher interest rates and higher gas and fuel prices. How do you get control? Well, we know how millionaires and billionaires, uh, you know, get control of the money, how they use their money, how they 
uh, invest their money, they leave tracks, they leave success tracks. So why don't you follow those tracks? Look at my free training on how to become financially free. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about investing, managing your money, becoming a professional property investor, for instance, or investing in the stock market, why not look at my free training here and I'll, I'll put a link up there for you to, to join me on that free training. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, stay safe out there and have a, a great week ahead. Thank you.